This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Dave Koken talking some college football here in a Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Dave, how are you? Hanging in there, Jimmy. How about you? Doing great, man. Loving the, loving the football season. And, you know, when they would start that matching on Tuesday and Wednesday, 27 straight days of football. It will come to an end uh, this uh, with Monday Night Football this week. So we'll give the matching the holiday weekend off. They will come back uh, on Friday. So uh, how about the job that Jim Moore Jr. has done uh, at UConn? He's got them bowl eligible. They're 9-2 uh, against the spread. Now they make the trip uh, to what, take on West Point, uh, take on Army at West Point. Army's 10 and 43 and a half here. Yeah, it's not a good spot for UConn. Uh, Laura's done a tremendous job there. I mean, this is supposed to be one of the worst teams in the country, and they're going to be playing in the postseason. But they're coming off a win that gets them eligible, a big upset as well against Liberty. It's going to be tough for them to replicate that enthusiasm going on the road. And Army, only three and six, but they've got three winnable games down the stretch to get to a bowl game. So this is a big game for Army. Fundamentals, as good as UConn has performed, they can't stop the run. Okay, and that's what Army wants to do. So I think this is a rough matchup for the visitors. And and an even rougher spot. I I just don't see how they could be at the top of their game here. I like Army in this game. You would think a situational handicap, uh, uh, you know, of the season, which is not the toughest schedule this year. That win over Liberty, who's you know double digit wins again uh, for Hugh Freeze, is is a big one. And uh, you know, it's funny watching a lot of the games where it was chilly temperatures. It looked like Astoria's Connecticut was the nicest day. Everybody is in short sleeves and it's sunny day. And they jumped on Liberty uh, early in that one, too, with Liberty coming off of their emotional win yep. uh, at Fayetteville uh, the week before. So similar spot to roll reversal uh, for UConn uh, this week. They're trying to keep it going. All right. Um, Friday night on ESPN2, 9 Eastern kickoff in Tulsa. Tulsa looked like they were on their way to have a pretty good season. They were 2-1, and one, uh, and they were going toe-to-toe in Oxford against Ole Miss. And then Davis Brin, uh, who was second-leading passer in the country, went down. Um, he has been in and out of the lineup. He did play last week at Memphis, but was benched again. So they have really kind of been on the slide since being very competitive in Ole Miss, losing 6-7. of seven. They're taking on South Florida. The Bulls 
uh, with their own problems. Well, dead last in the FBS uh, in uh, total defense, giving up a lot of points. But they have played. They have played the likes of Cincinnati, uh, tough on the road, and Florida, tough on the road in Gainesville. South Tulsa at home, Friday night kickoff on ESPN2, 13.5 over South Florida. Okay, so South Florida got rid of their coach, which was not surprising. Okay, he was a guy on the hot seat coming into the season, and basically all those guys have lost their jobs. So that preseason hot coaches on the hot seat list turned out to be deadly accurate this year. I thought they showed a lot of enthusiasm last week. They changed quarterbacks, and the new kid, look, he's got a ways to go, but he is a dual-threat guy. And I thought South Florida played with a lot more enthusiasm in their last game. So I think getting rid of the lame duck coach was a good thing for them. The matchup here, South Florida wants to run the ball, okay? And they're not bad carrying the football. Tulsa cannot stop the run. Well over 200 yards per game on the ground allowed in conference play. I think South Florida can hang in here. They're going to give up a lot of points because they can't stop anything. And Tulsa, you know, has a little bit of offense. But to me, laying almost two touchdowns, not the way I want to play here. I think this is a competitive game. I like South Florida in the points. Firing the coaches early with the early signing period, with the transfer portal, it it is an advantage. We just talked about Jim Moore Jr. at UConn. He got hired in early November last year and allowed him to get going in assembling his roster, you know, through the transfer portal. Uh, And we have seen also, man, handicapping this year, the interim coaches is is a team you want to back. I mean – I mean, you you watch the emotion that uh, Auburn's playing with the last couple of weeks against Mississippi State and Texas A and M. I mean, covering easily uh, in those games. So they, um, it's just it's it's been whether it's Leonard at Wisconsin and now it's at uh, South Florida uh, as well. So the interim coaches over the lame duck has uh, rallied these teams, no question about it. All right, Mountain West uh, in a team talking about making changes mid-change. Mm-hmm. Where they brought back one of the old guys, the guy that kind of got it all started, who left Boise State to go to Arizona State, Dirk Cutter. He was fairly, uh, um, fairly successful uh, at Arizona State, and then got ousted uh, uh, there. But then was a, a offensive coordinator at the NFL level and other places. They brought him back to call the plays, and it has made all the difference in the world. It's back to where the Mountain West should be at Boise State. Uh, near the top. Boise State traveling to Laramie here, Wyoming, lay in 14, 7 o'clock Eastern kickoff on CBS Sports Channel. So you've got two teams that have the same overall record. Uh, Wyoming has won four in a row. Uh, This game is going to decide which team gets to play for the conference title. You know, likelihood. If Wyoming wins, if Boise wins, they clinch. If Wyoming wins, they'll have the tiebreaker. Sounds like an even matchup. And yet, the road team is favored by two touchdowns. Well, with good reason. Uh, they've played really well since Cutter took over as the OC and Beckmeyer left. Who he, had, he just, look, he was good as a freshman at quarterback and got worse from that point on. They went to the dual threat freshman. Not a great passer yet. But he's got a lot of potential, and he can certainly run the football. The only loss was non-conference against BYU. 
quite frankly, it wasn't that big a game. Not like Loise was going to have a chance to play in the uh, January 1st role anyway. And that was kind of their dead, dead spot. In conference, they looked good. There's a reason these two teams are so close on paper in the standings, and yet the visitors are favored by this much. They're a much better football team. Wyoming was extremely fortunate to get by Colorado State in the rivalry game last week. They should have lost that game. I think Loise's the clearly superior team here, and I think they're going to win by a margin. Yeah, um, the, the the old play, old offensive coordinator and the quarterback uh, addition by subtraction, and it was yeah. the low point on a Friday night in El Paso where they just didn't do anything offensively against yeah. UTEP and lost 27-10 to 10 against a, a weak UTEP team. Yes. And, I mean, since then, they have won and covered. I can't remember the point spread. When they hosted BYU, what was the spread? They lost 31-28. I'm seven, not sure of it. Like that. They covered the rest of them uh, in yeah. the Mount West, and again, uh, San Diego the, the, the State, Fresno game, Air Force. What the BYU game sounds like it was big. It's BYU. It wasn't. It just wasn't that big a game, and they they kind of flattened out in it. So again, uh, taking care of business. I mean, they kind of restoring order with the uh, midseason changes. So not like they were. Uh, I guess you run the coach off uh, next. I mean, they were even talking about Brian Harson. Is he going to go back uh, after he left Auburn? So heck, they've been talking about that in Auburn for, for ten months uh, now. So Boise again, a covering machine since they made those midseason adjustments at quarterback and a play caller. Dirk Cutter going back and. You know, in those uh, in those Mountain West games, it's 35-40. Now, the 19's at Air Force where that, short, that game is shortened because they run the, uh, the option 49-28 and 41. So, they are scoring again. So, 14 at Wyoming. Uh, South Florida, plus 13.5 at Tulsa. And Army, minus 10 against UConn in an emotional letdown spot. Anything else, Dave? Uh, anything else in the card, NFL, or anything else that uh, catches your attention? I did want to ask your opinion on something. Do you Are you a guy that will look to hedge at points? The reason I'm asking no, is I the never hedge. collapses in the NFL with those big leads. I never hedge. Never hedge. I, I never hedge. There you go. You make you go. A bet, you're gonna, if you make a bet, you should be believing in your bet. Simple as that. Take, lots of uh, historic collapses uh, in the NFL with Chicago, 14 oh, in the fourth look, quarter. I, Buffalo, I a, 17. The, Dallas. Two week, I had the Raiders, 17 nothing two weeks ago. Yep. They, they were three times this year, the Raiders, yeah. up uh, 17. That's the way it goes. I, I'm, not, I'm not in this to ensure my bets. I'm not saying it. It depends on everybody's individual mentality. Uh-huh. I don't like the hedge, so I don't do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And final thought on the Astros. We hadn't talked to you since the Astros uh, cleaned up, as you thought. You know, uh, took care of it uh, in six against the feisty Phillies. I'm a little surprised at what took place in the front office. Uh, you know, they're going to have new, new people in the shirt and ties, which kind of surprised me. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll be in contention again next year. No reason to think they won't be. But I'm not sure they'll be the best team going in. So I'll tell you what. That uh, will worry about next February. Yeah, I mean, with uh, not much out of, of Verlander, and then you get that much more out of Pena, I mean, uh, the, the Correa won't even be a consideration 
you know, coming back the way oh, you no. know he uh, he played this year. So no, and they that lost was, out on they lost out on Rizzo though. They they did have interest in Rizzo and he decided to stay with the Yankees. Yeah, yes, yes indeed. All right, so Dave's picks again. Army minus ten, South Florida plus thirteen and a half, Boise minus fourteen. We're gonna do this every Wednesday. Dave's top three college football picks coming down the stretch here. For Dave Coken, I'm Jimmy Odd on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. 